Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge on Yahoo Sports Radio. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone with Grasshopper. Get a local toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, go to grasshopper.com. Our first guest is one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history and one of the best Hispanic players anywhere, period. I'm talking about Jim Plunkett, the former Heisman Trophy winner who led the Oakland Raiders to two Super Bowl victories. The only Latino to be named a Super Bowl MVP and the only eligible quarterback for the Hall of Fame to start and win two Super Bowls and not be in Canton. I mention that because our Ron Borges is going to argue Jim's case for Canton next week on this program. But for now, we're just happy to have him here with us. Jim Plunkett, thanks for joining us. You bet. Happy to do it. Hey, Jim, I I know you just returned from a trip to Mexico to promote, uh, I think, the November 21st game with Houston. In fact, I, I didn't realize until recently, but... You guys announced the third day draft picks from there, correct? And you announced Connor Cook, the fourth round pick from there? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, a lot of uh, enthusiasm by the uh, Mexican people down there, and we had a, a tremendous time. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what was that experience like uh, being down there and, and getting ready for the ball game? Well, you know, I was down there to promote the, the upcoming game with uh, the uh, Texans in November, and a lot of events to go to all lined up by, you know, the Raider organization and, and their promotional and marketing company, and... Uh, you know, it was from one uh, event to the next. It was the nonstop. And it, but met a lot of people, met some of the NFL people down there in Mexico City, met a lot of the fans. We had a fan fest day, uh, lasted for about four or five hours outside Azteca Stadium where the Raiders and the Texans are going to play. And a great turnout, five to 7,000 people were very enthusiastic. It was like a, the NFL experience with a lot of uh, games for children, a lot of uh, uh, visual effects, uh, big screens to uh, watch some uh, highlights of the Raiders in the past, the draft going on on, on big screens. It was quite an event. It was very, really a lot of fun. Jim, you were born to Mexican-American parents. How proud are you are your, of your Hispanic heritage? And also, how ready is Mexico to take on the NFL again after 11 seasons without a game there? Uh, well, I think they're, they're primed and ready to go. Uh, you know, the NFL is expanding as, uh, quite uh, rapidly around the world. And Mexico, you know, they're huge Raider fans, huge, huge Dallas fans, and for some reason, huge Pittsburgh fans. But probably, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I think they're ready. I, I, you know, I talked to the people, the personnel down there uh, in regards to the NFL and what they're trying to do there in Mexico. And, you know, they're, they're on board uh, you know, 100%. And you talk about the pride. I have, you know, a great deal of pride, you know, in being Hispanic. Uh, showing kids uh, that, you know, no matter what nationality you are, you have a chance to do well, uh, you know, in anything you try. But, you know, in sports in particular, you know, and back in the day, you know, kids, Mexican Hispanic kids weren't, you know, all that large for whatever reason, you know, a smaller, you know, uh, generation of people back then. But, you know, they've grown, they're, they're fast, they're, they've got lots, a lot of things going for them, and, and not to give up hope that, you know, one day they can get to the NFL. I think it's it's realistic. You know, the NFL's talking about moving to London, having a team in London maybe 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Could you see a team in Mexico City? Uh, I, I can. You know, it's, it's certainly closer than London uh, by, uh, uh, by a lot for most of the teams in the NFL. Uh, if you live on the East Coast, London's not that big a deal, but if you live on the West Coast, it is. But, uh, you know, it's, it's south of... Uh, 
the United States proper, and I think that it's easily easier accessed access by most of the teams. But yeah, I mean they're enthusiastic. Uh, they've got certainly the population to support an NFL franchise. Uh, and, you know, I can see it happening. Jim, you, you won both the Heisman and the Super Bowl. Does one have more value to you than the other? Uh, no, they came in different stages of my life. You know, uh, I went to Stanford because I needed to be close to my parents. who were uh, My mother was uh, totally blind. My father visually impaired. Uh, and uh, so I needed to be close. So that, you know, that meant Cal, uh, Santa Clara, or Stanford. And Stanford uh, turned out to be the best possible choice for me. And, you know, they weren't all that good back then, but, you know, I, I believed in myself and, and what I could do to help a, a football team win football games. And, you know, that's another reason why I went to Stanford. I wanted to make them a better better football team. And we're speaking with former Stanford Raiders and New England quarterback Jim Plunkett on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Jim, i uh, got a quick story for you, but uh, shortly after we completed our Hall of Fame voting this year in San Francisco, I, I ran into Raiders owner Mark Davis that night outside the North Beach restaurant. I was going in, he was coming out, and I said, hey, Mark, you know, congratulations, I'm on the Hall of Fame committee here, uh, Ken Stable got in. And he said, yeah, I, I know, but now we've got to get two more who deserve to be in there, meaning you and Tom Flores. Loaded question here. You agree with him? Uh, yeah, I certainly like it to be a part of my resume before I, I while I'm still around, let me put it that way. Uh, you know, and Tom certainly deserves to be uh, uh, in it. You know, he was with the Raiders as an assistant coach uh, when they won that first one in 76. He was with Kansas City as a backup quarterback. Uh, he's had He's got a tremendous resume behind him, and he's accomplished, you know, quite a bit in his in, in his playing days, as, uh, but especially in his coaching days. And he and I got, hit it off pretty well. Uh, we got along uh, extremely well, and he, and he can relate to me, and I can relate to him because he's a former quarterback, uh, and uh, he was just, you know, he was a perfect fit for me being a head coach. Well, I know Ron uh, Borges agrees with you because he's arguing for both of you here on this show and at our site, talkoffamenetwork.com. But as I said, Ken Stabler did make it, uh, albeit, unfortunately, after he passed away. I'm just wondering um, how much satisfaction or pleasure – did it give you to see Ken Stabler named, and will you be going to Canton uh, this summer? Uh, you know, I haven't planned that far ahead. I just got some invitations. Uh, I don't know what the Raiders are going to do and, and you know, how they're going to go about it. Uh, but they always, you know, send a plane, and, and, and I'm usually invited to go down there. I tried to go on my own last year, but it just didn't work out for some reason. But, you know, last three years with that uh, Ray guy, uh, Tim Brown, now Kenny Stabler, uh, and uh, maybe that uh, whatever – prevented some of our players from getting in uh, in the past that uh, seems to be opening up quite a bit more and uh, they're recognizing the, the talent that the, those old Raider teams really had. Jim, let me touch back again on your on your playing career. After the Patriots experience and the 49er experience, was there ever any self-doubt? And what did Al Davis tell you when you showed up over in Oakland? Well, I, I tell you, there's quite a bit of self-doubt. You know, I went to New England, uh, had, you know, was there for five years. Chuck Fairbanks came in, put in the option as well. Apparently, you've probably seen me play. I'm, you know, I'm not the most talented running quarterback in the league, and I did, really didn't want to stay there and run the option as well as drop back and, and get beat up. So, you know, I asked to be traded. Got, I wanted to get to San Francisco. I did, and I wanted to work out the worst way, but it did not. You know, I was back in front of my family, my friends, uh, uh, my community, and you know, for some reason, it, you know, the harder I tried, the further behind I got, kind of thing. And then uh, when I got released from. Uh, you know, the 49ers after seven years in the NFL was probably the lowest point in my career. And I, I certainly thought about quitting. Maybe the, you know, the critics were correct. Maybe it was time for me to step down. I've been, you know, surgery after surgery beat up quite a bit. 
almost always playing from behind, and it makes it tough on a quarterback. But my family, my friends that stood by me, said, you know, it wasn't my fault. The situation you were in, my agent was behind me 100%. And after I got released, a lot of teams from the Midwest and the East, you know, started calling my agent, saying they, you know, they would want to take a look at me and possibly sign me. Uh, but one of the teams close by, the Raiders and, and Mr. Davis, uh, you know, also were interested. And I met uh, with Mr. Davis and uh, uh, my uh, my agent. We went over there. I liked what I heard. Uh, unfortunately, I had to sit on the bench for two-plus years, uh, two years behind Kenny. And, and initially when the Pasarene first came, but it was very hard for me. I asked to be traded, actually, that, uh, that year we went to the Super Bowl in the preseason. Because, you know, they weren't giving me the opportunity – to start, and uh, I said, you know, if I don't start now, you know, I'm getting older, uh, and I might not get another opportunity. But obviously, as you know, things worked out. Uh, unfortunately, Dan got hurt, but fortunate for me that I got the chance to take over and, and lead that, help lead that uh, that eighty eighty one team uh, to a Super Bowl. And Mr. Davis, uh, I'll tell you, my first start after Passerini got hurt was against uh, the San Diego Chargers at home, and. Uh, one of the things that Mr. Davis said to me, you know, it's not important that you do well. It's important that we win. And, you know, he was right. You know, uh, certainly I wanted to do well. I, and I was quite nervous going to that game because, you know, if I failed now, I might never, ever get that opportunity again. But fortunately, I was ready to go, ready to play, and, and things worked out extremely well, not only for for me, but for the Raiders. Well, Jim, unfortunately for us, things haven't worked out here. We're out of time, but thanks very much for <laughs> okay. joining us. And good luck keeping the Raiders in Oakland. Oh, yeah, I'm trying hard. That's where they belong, I feel. All right, thank you very much. Thanks, 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 Jim. Jim. That was former Raiders quarterback Jim Plunkett. Up next, Goose makes the case for former running back Larry Brown going to the Hall of Fame. This is the Talk of Fame Network.